When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. to New York Talk this year, the Rotherham United podcast, and we have a very eventful afternoon at New York Stadium to talk about a 2-2 draw at home to Stoke. It feels like there's about 1,500 talking points from the game. <laughs> um, we'll pick out what we can, what we think are the sort of important ones, um, and then we've got a preview to do. Back to the hectic schedule, got a preview to do in a couple of, for the Huddersfield game on Thursday evening. Nobody likes a Thursday evening kickoff, but that's where we are. Um we've, un- we've kept our lineup unchanged. Mick is back with us. How are you doing, Mick? All good, mate. You very good. Thank you very much. Danny is back with us. Danny's been ill, so missed didn't go to the game, watch the game obviously I follow how are you doing, Danny? Uh I'm doing a bit better. It's a little bit croaky and I think I've got a cough that could stun a horse, but yeah, we're getting better. We can eat now, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, and we have Benjamin back with us. Ben, how has your Christmas been? It's been all right, yeah. Did you get any tangerines in your stocking? No, I got pears. I've got a pair. I've got a, a gift from somebody, though. I've arranged Ben the gift. Um, picked out a princess wrapping paper just for you. Um, Can I open it? To... Yeah, go for it, mate. I think two days after Christmas is the perfect time to open a Christmas present. <laughs> Brilliant. That, that <laughs> brilliant. A four-pack of pairs. Is it four-pack of pairs? Uh, five. Five pairs. Five pairs. Thank, Thank you. Pairs Thank you. I think you need to eat one live on the... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't like pairs. No you way. don't like pairs? You said the other day you did like pairs. <laughs> I did. Anyway. We won't talk about food. Um, yeah. So there you go, Ben. You never have to worry. This you'll never know now. Never forget now. Pairs of going stockings, Christmas stockings. We'll see. Um, right. Let's move on. 
Uh, Paul Brock has the first question. When was the instant reaction yesterday? Yes, we did do the instant reaction after the game because Danny has the equipment and we don't have a backup plan. <laughs> Danny wasn't very well. <laughs> That's our poor planning, I suppose. Um, we'll figure something out. Hopefully Danny's never ill again. That'll, that'll solve all the problems. I mean, um, it feels like it's the first time I've been ill in about four years, but it's hit me like a freight train. So, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, right, so, 2-2 two, two draw, lots to pick from it, Mick. Let's pick up the only contentious decision that came early on in the game. It was the Tommy's yellow card, Mick. Mm. Get this out of the way, really. Um, a lot of Stoke fans suggesting that Tommy's could have seen red straight away. What was your view? Did the referee get this one right? At the time, I would have agreed. I thought he could have seen red. Um, having, seen it, having seen it back, I think he's unlucky to have seen yellow. Um, and I think the only reason he's seen yellow is because of the um, reaction of the Stoke City players. Um, it, it looked from our angle, and I, I would argue probably, bearing in mind the referee's only got one angle and one one opportunity to look at it, it probably looked like a yellow from the, from the referee's position. Um, but in reality, I think he was quite unlucky. But that, that's how it is, you know. The rest got one chance to look at it, and you know he's, he's, he's made a decision. The behaviour of the Stoke City players was embarrassing, but that's just, you know, there, there were a number of occasions. Yeah, there were a number of occasions throughout the match where uh, that was the case. So it's what you expect in the Championship, in it. So the problem with it was it put him on. It, it, it put a target on his back for uh, the rest of the time he was on the pitch, didn't it? So um, it didn't help. No, it didn't. Um, absolutely didn't. Uh, let's go through the starting lineup. Danny was a bit of a bit of a shake-up, bit of a change. Uh, Wes Harding changed from left-hand side of the back three to the right-hand side of wing-back, um, which brought Cameron Humphreys to the left-hand side of the, of the back three, Mr. Wood at the centre, which we'll come on to. Um, and then it pushed... I mentioned, I mentioned Tommy's yellow card before I even mentioned the fact he started, which was which was a surprise to most of us, Danny. Um, we were happy before the game started. We were happy with the changes because it felt like something needed to change. I suppose it was a good change. Yeah, uh, I mean, at least we know that Matt Taylor now actually watches the podcast because we've been crying out for two up top for a few episodes now. Um, yeah, and, and I thought, yeah, I sort of agreed with Eve's coming in, you know, you sort of had your, your fast man and your big man sort of thing. Um, and it sort of played people in the positions that sort of accommodated each other. You know, like, um, it still kept a system that the players know, but sort of suited the system the players trying to play, even though the system was trying to play makes our back line shaky, um, which actually led to one of Stoke's goals. But we'll come on to that in a minute. Um, the only strange absentee I thought was Norton Cuffey. Now, I thought it may have been ill to begin with, but turns out he was just not picked, which is okay, fair enough. Maybe he wanted a bit more of a defensive head, and that's why he had Wes at wing back and not uh, the more attacking minded Cuffey. Um, one surprise inclusion for me was Robbie Hemphrey on the bench. Mm. I don't quite know what's happened with it. Is. Um, but he's not there. Um, same with Scott High. Uh, so all the conspiracy theorists in the comments, they can run riot with that one now that we're so close to January. Um, but yeah, nice to see Humphrey in a starting 18. I think it's the first, first time, weren't it? Uh, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the, 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 Josh, Josh Vickers appears to have a shoulder injury. Matt Tiller said in the post-match, it's just quite a serious injury, um, which is a blow for Josh Vickers. Obviously, he's second choice, so if, as long as Victor doesn't get injured, um, that all should be fine. Obviously, it's a blow for Josh Vickers, uh, who does seem to be injury-prone, unfortunately. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll get this sort of bit, get this by the way. As our Skidmore says, the supporters in the family stand yesterday were a disgrace. Let the team down. She's referring to the far end, um, next to the Stoke fans. Now you probably won't see us in the video after, um, of the guy tumbling down the rows. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of issues with Stoke fans getting through to the Rotherham fans and vice versa. The club supposedly paid quite a lot of money for some new netting which did absolutely nothing. It was no different to the Swansea game. I think the Watford game, I think there were some issues. Um, I don't know what the net was supposed to have done, but it, it didn't do anything. I don't know what they can do, whether they need to reduce ticketing numbers in their way end so there's a bigger gap um, or something. Make this is something that you have, I don't know, knowledge of back, back in the day. But it was, it was just chaos again. Just, we'll cover it briefly. Yeah, there's not a lot of point covering it too, in too much depth, is it? I mean, it's a, there is another radical solution to this, and I know, and I know it, it's it's a bit a bit out there, but people could just behave themselves. You know, I mean, it's, it is radical, probably a bit a bit a bit too too much for some people. Um, listen, if, if, if it's difficult because you know, if 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 you've gone there to be involved in that sort of stuff. And you deserve to come away from it injured, mm. but the issue is 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 what it does to other people. You know, there's young kids, there's young kids. It's a family stand. There's young kids in there who are going to be frightened to death. They've never seen anything like that before, and they shouldn't have to. They should not have to put up with it. None of us should have to put up with it. You know, um, I, I just I, I hate it. I hate that sort of behaviour. Um, and, and the people that get involved in it are just they're just scum, aren't they? They really are just scum of the earth. Um, and if, if listen, you know, if they're identified and banned, don't be banging on on social media about what a disgrace it is. You know what I mean? Get them out, get them banned, get them out of football because they don't deserve to be part of any football club, none of them. Hmm. Um, it's just embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. Um, and, and 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 these same people will be laughing and joking about it, and and it's just I can't honestly I can't get my head around it. It's just an yeah. embarrassment. It were a block or two. Would we sit in the family stand? Block a block or two uh, away from us. But I go with this with a seven year old, and it's the first thing she talked about after the game, and she's mentioned it five or six times after that they were fighting at the game and things like that. It's just just don't be don't be idiots and swollen. Don't be an idiot. It's not a good football game to start a fight. You are an idiot if you do that. Uh, and you two want to add on that before we move on? Because it is an issue the club do need to deal with. This is three separate occasions this season. Swansea, Watford and now this one. That's just off the top of my head. It's an issue that needs sorting out, not just buying a new netting which doesn't work. It's not a Rotherham United issue, is it? Well, it's at our ground, so it is. Well, this this specific incident's a Rotherham United issue. But oh, you mean general? Yeah. Weekend after weekend after weekend. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to choose my words carefully and struggling a little bit. You know, some of these knobheads they just cannot be allowed inside football grounds. <coughs> That's an explicit warning going on this episode. <laughs> apologies, I apologise if I've offended anybody. 
I agree. Here's here's one possible solution. I don't quite know how you'd enforce it, but it's an interesting idea. You know how um, there's a breathalyzer limit for when you're driving cars if you've had a drink. Can you imagine? Exactly. I don't know how you do it, but you have to blow under a certain amount to get into a way into an away end. How dare you? Exactly. Or you're just not allowed to serve alcohol alcohol in away ends. Yeah. Yeah. So then that would just encourage people to drink more on buses, i.e. where the breathalyzer idea comes from. Imagine trying to breathalyze 2,800 people. That would be hilarious. I'd love to see someone try and work out the logistics for that. There's some football clubs can't even check tickets of people coming in in time to get them in time. So rest of it, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, And and I don't know know how you dare suggest infringing on some of the civil liberties like that. That's outrageous, man. Moving on. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. I suspect nothing. Um, moving on to the football, Ben. The first half compared to the second half was relatively uneventful. It was an improvement. We'll talk about the goal in the minute. Angle in the first half. It was an improvement on West Brom the first half, but there's still defensive issues. If we played a team who knew how to hit back at net without a helping hand, we'd have been in bother in the first half. We're stuck, cut through a couple of times. I thought. Yeah, it'd have been, I think, 4-1, 5-1 if, if we were actually playing a decent squad. It's just, I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just not good defensively. It's just not good enough. We're relying on Victor way too much. I think if we didn't have Victor in net, I think we'd probably, not only probably lost that game, uh, but a couple others this season as well. Um, and it just, for me, it starts from not pressing. It starts from allowing teams to just pass the ball straight through you. And we just we and we haven't got the quality to go man to man with every single team in this division. Like you have to out strategize them in, in in one way or another, and not pressing is just does not help that at all. Um, it's just not good. Uh, the one thing that you can't do in sports is just not be good like defensively, because you'll mm-hmm. score, you'll score, you'll find ways to score, you'll get scrappy goals, or you'll score from set pieces, or one bit of magic from a player. But you've got to be able to. De- defend consistently and we just haven't been doing that since somebody left <laughs> yeah do you want to start I did a start um, in the first nine games of the season which was up until the change in management we conceded six goals in nine games we've conceded nine in the last four games um, there's a defensive issue Danny we'll come on to the specific goals in a minute but there's different views on Twitter. Some people don't think we defended too badly. Uh, I, I'm i in the camp where I think for three games in a row we've defended poorly. Um, yeah, sometimes in football I feel like I have to forget about the goals and look at how you've played defensively. We've we allowed them far too many opportunities and we've tried three different defenders, we've tried different wing-back. These issues are still coming through. Is it not a defensive issue? Is Ben right? Is it start from the front and we're allowing them too much time on the ball? Is it a midfield issue where they're not doing their defensive jobs properly? They're concentrating on changing the way they're using the ball when they have it. It's it's an issue that needs to sort out quickly because we're conceding too many goals. Yeah, um, I, th- I yeah, I think we are. But at the same time, I'd be interested to know what Derby's stats were like before and after change manager and Exeter's as well. Because um, my mate Uni was an Exeter fan, they have conceded a lot of goals since Taylor came to us and they are now just starting to um, recover, shall we say. 
And I think it is the implementation of a new system. I think Taylor's looked at it and gone, right, these are the players that we've got. We're going to try and do it this way with the players we've got. And like we sort of played a hybrid system for a little bit. And yeah, fair enough, it did pick up results. Um, but Taylor is a man who wants to put his own system into into play and effectively play what he knows and what he is really good at. Um, and he started doing that now, which, yeah, is a little bit more standoffish, not quite as high-pressing. Uh, it's because I watched the uh, the Derby against Bolton game today and Derby are effectively playing the exact same way we played at the start of this season. However, mm. even for them, it's not fruitful because they don't have the players to implement it 100% efficiently. Um, and I think Taylor's now going, right, we've had our little break, we've tried to put it into the players, and now in the practical sense, yeah, we are still conceding goals. There's no doubt about that. We've conceded, what is it now, uh, eight in our last three games, is it? Yeah, eight goals in the last three games. Yeah, and I think it's because we're looking at a more possession-based football, which is what Taylor played at Exeter. Um, Now, unfortunately, we don't have possession-based centre-backs at the minute. We have more of your leave-it-to-the-men-up-the-front-and-we'll-defend-when-we-have-to sort of centre-backs. And that might be something Taylor looks at in January, which is very, very close at the minute. And I'm sure he's got the plans in place to look at it as well, because I think our only... Ball carrying centre half really is Cameron Humphreys, and he's only really just getting a run out now, isn't he? Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not worried because it's a transition period, I'm just worried that it's now happened three games in a row where it's all come back saying we've defended really poorly and the players haven't tried to improve it either. Mm. That that's the bit that concerns me. I still I still think we'll be all right if I'm being completely honest. We'll be we'll be all right. We've got the quality in our team, and and I think the managers to do it. But it's going to be a very big January now. Um, and the news that we've heard about Ben Wiles, it it's also sounding like a blessing and a curse for <laughs> for Ben with that, which we'll come on to in a little bit, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's. I can see why people are frustrated because it's the same reason I'm frustrated. It's the same reason I walked out after 70 minutes at, um, at West Brom because it was dire, right? But at the same time, thinking about it from a football manager's point of view, I'm sure Matt Taylor's just as frustrated as well, if not more, because he's trying to put that system in and it's not working. Or at least it's not working at the minute or it's not working as efficiently as he wants it to. Because we can still sort of score goals, fair enough. It's just about not making the silly mistakes when you come up against a team who can only just about finish the Christmas dinner, which is what we saw against Stoke. If I'm being, from what I heard uh, from Matt Goodwin anyway, it sounded like Stoke were at our end and firing Victor made some good saves, but they couldn't actually finish unless it was a mistake from Woody or an own goal. You know, yeah. so we'll mm. come on to the goals. Um, we'll start, start with the positives. Let's do our goals first, and then move on to again more defensive issues. Um, are you giving Wes the first one to Christmas? Give him the first goal? 100%. It's Wes's goal. That's Christmas or not, it's Wes's goal. Uh... Oh, Ben's playing first. Ben, has Ben not agreed with that? But the fact that it's Wes's goal? Yeah. Not really. Is, well, no, why, you don't think it's not? Wes's? Listen, he's no, done all he could Wes's. possibly have done there. Nobody, it, It's Wes's goal, mate. It's not Wes's goal. <laughs> 
Um, but the credit really goes to Peltier for the in, the ball inside, uh, which I thought was beautiful. Uh, and it's just a, it's just the moments of quality open the game up. And yeah, there's a bit of luck involved, but the build up was very very nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It, I can I can see where we're trying to what we're trying to do, you know, and 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 that is the kind of move that we're trying to we're trying to pull off, and and, and it's great when it comes off. It's great, and and you know we got we got what we deserved. I think probably just about on the balance of it um, to to get the goal from it. But yeah, I love the little ball inside. Nice run from Wes, and um, he, he just puts the ball in the mixer, and um, it, it happens to go in. So I'm not saying he meant to score, but uh, but nevertheless, he did. And the second goal, then um, Connor Washington came off the bench. Um, I'll talk about Tommy Eves in a minute, but we started putting balls in box when Tommy Eves come off, and unsurprisingly, it started causing them problems. But again, this deserves a bit of credit for Chio because the, the ball in from Chio was really, really good. It's quite a short space for the cross, but I thought he put the cross in really well. And Washington, right place, right time. Yeah, a good pass from uh, Rathbone as well. Uh, to disguise that, that ball into Chio. I mean, Chio across for Washington. Uh, you know, I guess that could be classed as your possession football. Um, but, I don't know. Still don't like possession football. You're really struggling with this new style of football, aren't you, Ben? I don't like it. I, I, we, made, we made fun of it when we didn't play it because it doesn't work. Uh, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Unless you've got... Guardiola's or Bielsa's manager or Messi or Iniesta playing in your team, it does not work. Mm. No one can tell me otherwise. I stand by it. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think I think I said to you, either you guys yesterday or somebody else, that when we when we were playing MK Dons or teams like that who tried to play football, I were licking his lips, weren't we? Mm. How many times last year did we go, oh, you're playing out front back? Brilliant. Um, and now we're trying to do that and we're, we're laughing at ourselves potentially but it might work you know what I mean it, it won't work it okay. won't work it won't work <laughs> Bielsa struggled to do it with the leads so well, although the, the sticking point seems to be playing it out from the back you can still play possession based football without mm. playing it out from the back you just have to have very good ball retention in midfield and, and you're attacking third and have a goalkeeper who can kick in a straight line. I'm sorry, Victor, that's that's really hard, but you know, it, it it's true. You know, we we love you and everything, but good grief. <laughs> Nick, why is it not gonna work? Because we haven't got the players for it. Nobody, nobody in this division has got the players for it. Nobody. Swansea are the perfect, a, a prime example of it. Who oh, love this knocking it about ticky tacky football, knocking it about all of the pitch. Where are they sitting, Swansea? At a minute halfway, at best halfway, Lots probably probably less, because there's no end product. We do not have the players for it. No club in the Championship has the players that are capable of doing it effectively as a as a as a sole style of football, if you like. There has to be far more to it. There has to be. More to it, you, you, you we, we just can't do it. You, you can't be as passive out of possession as we are, and then when you do get possession of it, you, you, you're trying something completely brand new. And, and, and but we're not putting any pressure, not putting any pressure at all on the opposition when they're in possession. 
You know, it, 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 it's got to be a combination of a number of styles, dependent on whether you're in possession, out of possession, or, or what. But we just sit back. We, 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 we allow the, the, the opposition, when they've got the ball, to, to, to the, we allow them the whole of their own half. We allow them all the time in the world on the ball. Because it doesn't work, this possession-based football, because nobody... Very few players, let alone no, and no team as a whole, have, have got the ability to play. If you put them under pressure, they are going to make mistakes. We proved that at the beginning of this season. We were sitting eighth in the league and it wasn't by mistake. It was because we were putting players, putting these possession-based teams under pressure and they made mistakes because they're not good enough to do it. They, they just can't do it. And we are in, now in the same boat whereby... If we get a team that presses us, we're in we're in major trouble. We're in major trouble because we cannot play that game. We haven't got the players to do it. Like I said, just like everybody else, it, it you, you can't. It, we can't be a one trick pony like the likes of Swansea and and, and whoever else you want to you want to discuss who, who play this style of football because that's what they become. They become a one trick pony. Let's play about, play about, and oh, we might score. But as soon as somebody gets in the face, they struggle. As we proved beginning of the season, now what we're not doing is getting in people's faces, and as a as a consequence of that, we're struggling. That's that's how I I view it. Mm. But like, I agree with Ben. We can't do it because we ain't got the players. Phil Oxley says, "Let's go back to the shall we? We'll just go back to the way we were before when it took two seasons to win, win one away game." That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> but but that's not what I'm so saying. The, the the issue the issue comes and then I'll come to this one is that. Matt Taylor suggested when he came in there was no need for you know root and everything else change. It just needs to be a, a progression. We're not seeing a progression. What we're seeing is a change. We're seeing a root branch change of the way we're playing. And it, it feels completely different. It may work. And I'm not I'm not necessarily with Mick and Ben. I think that it could work to an extent, but I'm not seeing a gradual change. I don't think we're seeing players play to their strengths. Uh, which is what I think we should be doing. Um, but again, it may work, I suppose. I don't know. It may, it may take, it'll just take time. He may put... Oh, he talks to Danny then, sorry. Yeah, I'll do that. We'll give that angle. I was enjoying not talking, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but, uh, before I answer, can anybody else hear like, that strange um, noise that keeps happening when people talk? It, it feels like someone's like in the room having a conversation with you, mate. And I, no, I, I, I don't know. I could just oh. hear like it's like someone's talking in the background, like an old cartoon where they're, they're just talking in the background, and all you can hear is them just rabbiting on. Anyway, <laughs> it, I, I don't know what it is, but I actually think it's quite funny. But anyway, um, I think what Taylor said when he came in, I think, yeah, well, then you're right to interpret it how you have, Matt. But the way I interpreted it was that he's not come in and just gone, right, we're not playing that way anymore. We're going to play this way. He has mm. still transitioned it slightly. You know, I, I, I think what he meant, like, it's, again, open to interpretation, but what he meant was when he's coming, he's not just completely torn up our ethos and gone, nope, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to do it my way. He still had that little transitional period where we've gone from playing that way to the other way. Um, yeah, I think now we are seeing more of the Taylor ball rather than the other guy's ball. Um, and 
it's sort of coming together nicely where we're getting January on the horizon so he can bring in players to... It, what is it going to be effectively plugging holes, I think, until he can really get a summer behind him? Because we have to remember, Taylor came in at a very, very strange time because it was, what, October-ish time? Yeah, October, wasn't it, yeah. yeah uh, end of September-ish time. Um, so that's a very, very strange time for a manager to change jobs because he's just missed summer and there's a long time until January. So I think he has had that little transitional where, I, like I said, he played that little hybrid system, which, fair enough, yeah, did work at times. Um, whereas now we're going into, going into the more fully transitional period and I think the actual transition will happen when he gets the players that he wants or, should I say, if he gets the players that he wants <clears throat> because I think there could be four between four to six players that we could bring in to really see Taylor Ball come out. Um it's it, it, it's a it's a very, very strange time and it's actually happening in a time where we could have done without it, mm. I think. Because like like you say, mate, completely right, the way we were pressing teams showed that possession-based football didn't work for those teams and we saw how we could exploit it. Um, but we, sh- in ideal terms, we should have carried on with that, seen out this season and then gone again, if that makes sense. But we don't live in a perfect world, so it is what it is, isn't it? Um, but yeah, very big January coming up. Um, and I just hope that it's not the ghost of Christmas past that's come behind me according to Simon Thorne. Have I got a ghost behind me? Or, or is it just me who looks a bit pale? That's the question. <laughs> Go on, mate, you were going to say something. Yeah, I just, I, I, I know I was really negative and I, and I, I don't want to, my issue is not necessarily what the way that we play when, we're, when we've got the ball. My issue is with the way we're playing when we've not got the ball, when we're out of possession. I, I just think we just, we, we, we're rolling over and we're allowing teams to play through us. Instead of putting them under pressure, and 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 I would love a combination of both. If you can get a combination of high energy, high press when you're out when you're out of possession, um, but playing football when you've got the ball, absolutely bang on. That's exactly what you need. The likes of Swansea and all that, they don't do the high press. They don't. They're not interested in any of that. All they're interested in is keeping ball and having eight thousand seven hundred and twenty sixty two completed passes in a game. That's that's that they, they, that's that's a win for them. Um, it, it's the out of possession stuff that I've got the issue with, because it, what that does is exposes our our weaknesses at the back. You know, it allows teams to play through us easier, I think, than it does when we're pressing. Which I guess is a bit. <laughs> it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but that's how it. That's what's happened, because when we were playing that high press. Even though teams were trying to play through us, our defence, the same, very self same defence that we're talking about here, were one of the best in division. So the, 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 there's something for me. That's the issue. Out of possession, the way we're playing out of possession. Yeah. Um, if you comment, Sam Havill said we've changed. We've changed a lot. However, Tony Stewart has thrown the previous manager and Taylor under the bus. Our strike force to start the season with Eves Kelly and uh, Washington, yeah. Um, let's move on to... Well, let's move on to Richard Wood. Um, this has been another hot topic. Let's talk about the goal first, Ben. Um, it's obviously his fault. He's made a catastrophic mistake, which has cost us a goal. 
But it's just one of those things. Defenders are going to make mistakes. Goalkeepers are going to make mistakes. Obviously, this wasn't Victor's mistake as much as Woody tried to blame him. This wasn't <laughs> Victor's mistake. Um, the goal itself, Ben, he's got the better, obviously. It, yeah, uh, yeah. There were a couple of times as well where he, he's coming down line, and he lets it run, lets it go back five, ten yards, and then puts it out of play. He mm. just didn't seem like himself. Instead of putting it out of play straight away, kind of let it run past him, and then put it out of play. Do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. yeah. That, that goal, though, um, for me, you know, it's one of them things that happened, but it was probably just justice because they deserved the goal. They were, they were. They had so many chances that, um, you know, you know that if, even if they don't score that goal, if we play a decent team, they've already scored. You know what I mean? So it kind of cancels itself out. Uh, so it is what it is. It happens. Just move on. Would you just talk about his overall performance, Ben? It, it would it? To me, it was in line with everybody else. I don't think it was better or worse than anybody else, to be honest. No, it wasn't. It wasn't better or uh, worse than anyone else. But I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know because he got, he got left out of the team. When was it? Left out of the squad last week. Left out of the squad. Um, you know, not on Coffee got left out of the squad again this week. The selections uh, baffling. It is what it is, isn't it? Can't control mm. it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't. I don't know because it's a question only Richard Wood will be able to answer. But I wonder how much more difficult or easy it is to drop in and out of the team at thirty-seven year old. Because when you're 24, you, you can just your body's used to it. You're right, we'll go again. When you come in at the back end of your career, and you need to play games, it feels like. And I don't feel we've we've all seen Richard Wood for nine years now, nine seasons. And I, and I will tell you the thing about Richard Wood is he needs to play games. When he comes back into a team, his first and second game back are often a bit off, and then he gets back into his stride again. But that's a problem because Matt Taylor seems insistent not playing him in consecutive games. He won't play on Thursday. We'll come on to that in a minute. He won't play on Thursday because it's too, too short a gap. So how is that going to work for Richard Wood? Because he needs to be playing those games. He's shown before he can he can do it at this age. He's done it this season, hasn't he? It's not going to work for him, is it? It's just, it's, it's just as simple as that. It's just not going to work. So um, it may be, as we said, for the last nine years, Richard Wood's last season, um, taking him in and out is not going to do him any good because his form's going to drop. Um, so I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, what I would say is, and, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, have we at any stage this season played with the same back five? I would have to check that, but I doubt it. I cannot, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Um, a game or two games on the trot where we've had the same back five. That can't be good. Certainly the back three, that cannot be good um, because they, they need to form a form a, a partnership and, and, and it's important that they work together and work together regularly. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough one because Woody's been a fantastic servant and, and I would, I'm not sort of writing him off just because he made a, they made one mistake that cost us a goal. I mean, they, they nearly missed that. He tried as hard as he could to miss it, didn't he? You know what I mean? Um, it's only because it was three inches out that he managed to uh, he managed to get it in back at net. So, um, yeah, it's not helping him, is it? It's not going to help him playing one week, missing a week, playing another week. It, it, it needs, like you said, quite rightly said, regular games. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And Danny, do you think that Richard was one of those guys that you can just sort of say, just go and play? Because he's old enough, he's experienced enough. And again, I'm I'm trying not to criticise Matt Taylor, but for me, give him the games. He's going to make mistakes, just like Peltier makes mistakes. Peltier's played three games since break and been rubbish in all three. But he's still playing the games. I feel like, I, I repeat what Mick says, he needs to be playing the games. Do you think he's going to get them? Um, probably not, no. I really don't think so. Um, which is a shame because we've seen what Woody is capable of, at this age, like you say, when he does get the run of games. Um, but I, honest, I honestly think it's, um, it's not Taylor palling him out. I think it's Taylor... Um, saying to Woody you are the older one in the team and Woody is already moving towards his coaching badges isn't he? Mm. Um, so it might be a bit of that you know I, I mean to to be fair Woody's never really looked the same since he took over as caretaker I know that sounds weird but to me he's not really been the Woody that we know since he became caretaker, maybe that's because he's had the little dabble at management. I don't know. Or because he's but, the manager, or he was yeah, or, or the manager exactly. And so it's a it's an odd case with Woody because excusing the mistake, um, he was still okay. He, he didn't make anything any other dramatic errors, as far as I'm aware. He never really made any dramatic errors in any other games that he's been in. It's just again one of them things where very unfortunately he's led to a goal. And he's made himself out to be a bit silly, and so but those things happen. You know, it's human nature. We make mistakes, isn't it? Um, but I don't. I really don't know. We Woody. It's a very strange case. Like you say, I don't think he's going to play Thursday either. Mm. Um, but then will he play New Year's Day? You know, and it works on that sort of cycle. I'm really not sure. Woody is very, very much an ideal. Uh, captain in the dressing room, I've said it before, is a bit like a Billy Sharp <coughs> in that sense. You know, he's still the captain, whether it's in the dressing room or on the pitch. Um, it's just that maybe he gets deployed as the captain in the dressing room for second halves, where it can get the team rallied up and ready and, and maybe see out a, uh, a fixture or two. You know, I'm not sure. It, it's entirely within the club's bubble that I'd personally like to see him on the pitch having the support around him because he is still a very, very capable defender. Yeah, he gets old manned at times, fair enough. But if you've got Woody in the middle and the two players around him that can accommodate that, it's still a very solid back line. It's just unfortunate. Exactly. It's just that we haven't seen it enough. And it's like, is that time slowly going out the window now? I hope it isn't, but... 
you know, writings there, isn't it? Which is such a shame to say. In his mobility alongside him, and Peltier has not got the mobility to cover Woody's lack of. Peltier is mm. a, a fine player, but he hasn't got the mobility to cover what Woody lacks in that from that side of the game. Carl Scott said we should be playing McCann. Humphreys at the back against Huddersfield. Peltier and Woody don't work together. Yeah, I agree. I don't worry this is the end of Richard Wood for us. I am genuine. I don't think it should be. I think he's got still got a lot to offer. Um, I, I don't get him not playing more than he already is. It's baffling to me, to be honest. Just with the whole um, Pelts and Woody don't work together. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think they do work together. But both of them work when they've got Grant Hall next to him. Mm. You no, know, because Grant Hall works with Woody and he works with Pelts, but Woody and Pelts don't work together. Same yeah. with McCart, even when Hall's there, it works. So maybe the missing piece is Grant Hall, which is, again, a shame that we haven't seen him again yet. Uh, it's a muffle tear, isn't it? Yeah, at least a month, yeah. Yeah, which which is a shame because I think uh, Grant Hall could be one of the missing pieces for that defence. Because whenever he's playing next to Woody or Pelts or whoever, we've looked solid. And without him, it's a bit... I think the only exception is probably Sheffield United, where everybody just played a blinder. Um, we've looked a little bit wobbly. So it's a bit, come on, isn't there like some sort of miracle cream? Or can we get John Brecken's magic sponge out again and magically heal Grant Hall? And that same sponge you used to drink from. That, that, that's a callback to the first Legends now, if anyone remembers. <laughs> <laughs> um Simon Thorne, this is something that wasn't picked up by many. Billy Pelty needs to work and deal with his frustration. He's sta- stamped on the Stoke play in the second half. Now, again, I don't think he's, I have not seen any of this mentioned anywhere, but he stamped about three times on Liam Delap. Delap, I think it was Delap anyway. Uh, it it wasn't even slight. Lino should have seen it. Um, he is very lucky. I, I haven't had a chance to look back at the iPhone to see if there's, there's footage of it, but he's a lucky boy. Because he stamped on him, he, he didn't just do it once. He went back for a, a second and third bite at him. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, the, the tackle by the lap was a shocker. It was a late one, wasn't it? But incredibly it late. late, yeah. Um, and and to be fair to Peltier, he was always going to be safe with that linesman because it, they'd, been, they'd only been on floor for ten minutes. Linesman hadn't even got time to get close to him, so um, you know he he we were anywhere near. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm amazed. The type with the type of player that the lap is that he didn't mm. make more of it. Yeah. Can't believe it. I, I would have I would have expected, bearing in mind his antics for the rest of the game, that he would have been rolling around and screaming like a baby for ten minutes after that. But he, he just seemed to just seemed to get on with it, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, Paul Armin says maybe on relation to Woody, maybe not a Championship level. I'm still convinced he offers. I'm still convinced he offers it. Offers enough. He's proved time and again that he is. Yeah, he's not become a bad player since September. No, he me. hasn't. And then, and then let's get this. Let's put this into some sort of perspective here. What we're talking about here is one mistake. In reality, yeah. one mistake, one short back pass. You know, so. Yeah, it needs change. Now I would be. Ter- I don't know what you do. I, I agree with the Woody Peltier. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, Peltier seems to be one of the players that Matt Till is leaning on quite heavily. Mm. Um, don't know. Shelley IFC says, would any of you switch to four at the back? I'll come to you on this one, Ben. Do you think there's any suggestion for a change in formation? I, I personally don't think it suits the players we've got, but 
that don't seem to matter. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, it doesn't suit players we've got, but not personally doesn't suit players we've got. Um, so I don't, I don't know anymore. I, I don't know. Uh, if it means we can defend better, then yeah, go to a back four. Uh, but we, we haven't got the players for back four. Realistically, we haven't got left back. We won't count Fergie as a left back. Um, Ball can't stay got... fit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't go to a back four. I'd stay uh, as a five at back. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Thomas says, Derby seem to play in four at back. They do. We played three at back for a long time to accommodate Richard Wood because it works and it, there's, there's no sign it's other, you know, he isn't the problem for me. The whole setup is the problem, like Mick's mentioned earlier. Uh, I don't see the problem with the formation. I think it helps us in certain areas. It helped us on Saturday because we're at Monday. Three midfield worked. The wing-back situation, it worked. The problem was defensively. Um, and I don't think... And it, it has worked previously with three at the back, so it can work again with three at the back. We don't just, oh, it's not working. Let's just go back to basics. Four four two. whoever knows how to do that. There's no need. Let's let's go back. Let's try and find a way to work to, for it to wait, work the way it was. Um, certainly defensively, anyway. Uh, Kim Haywood. What about poor Victor? They were shocking against him. I can't believe none of their players got booked for the for the afters on Victor. They were like three or four. It took some rate hammer. Mm. Yeah, shocking. the ref were just embarrassing in that in that respect. Gave him no protection whatsoever. But one in the uh, in the first half where Vic, Victor was taken out in midair, mm. totally cleaned out in midair uh, when he was when he had the ball. I mean, it's not even it weren't even as though it were a challenge for the ball, um, and and there was no punishment given at all. I don't even think he gave a foul. Um, I, I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we, he didn't get any protection at all from from the ref. None at all. No, I didn't. Anything else on the ref, Mick? Inconsistent? As usual. Yeah, pretty much. Um, just, yeah, just inconsistent. But I, 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 there's no point banging on about it, is there? No. No, there's a new man in charge of the PJ and Well as of now. So who knows? Oh, is there? Future, yeah, yeah. All right. I think I'm a new, 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 new person in charge. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. First day in charge on Buzz Wolves of Box Dip, Howard Webb. So hopefully we see it. Oh, it's not really for us, it's not really instant improvement. I think VIR will probably improve, but that's not hard from where it was. Um, that's, that's a very low bar, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I don't think there's even a bar in place for that, yeah, is there? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we've we've already heard the extent of the job that's up against Howard Webb with that because the rules that were in the Premier, which were in the um, which were in the World Cup, which to be fair I agreed with because all time wasting got added on, and that's why we saw insane times added on. Has that rule has been rejected by the Premier League by saying it's too hard to enforce, and it's like. That anyway. that is what we're facing with it the is. inconsistency of referees because even though the Premier League's rejected it, the EFL could still accept it. And yeah, well, with, maybe, with a bit of elbow nudging, you never know. But because the EFL is the Premier League's lackey, they're gonna just go, Yeah, we're not gonna have it. We're just gonna still have four minutes at a time unless there's a player sparked out on floor. But bearing in mind then that if the if the Premier League are allowed to reject that, maybe we should, as the EFL, should be rejecting this ridiculous situation where the linesman don't put his flag up until somebody's injured in penalty area, despite them being twenty yards offside. 
which got yeah, Victor right. injured yesterday. Which got Victor mm-hmm. in a, it, well, he got him into a position where he could have been injured. That and 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 we we continue to do this, and it's just utterly farcical. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, honestly, I don't understand why why we have to put up with this. But again, there you go. We're, we're banging on about something that's that's not really relevant, are we? You know, they they're not going to impose the same rules that that were imposed in the World Cup, which worked. Uh, I mean, you've only got to ask Sheffield United, haven't you, about about that? You know, we're, we're going to stamp down on um, pushing and shoving in penalty area. Uh, the Sheffield United player literally had his shirt taken off him. He, he had his shirt pulled off his back, over his head, and down his arms, right in front of the referee, and there's no penalty given. So uh, it's not going to happen, is it? It's not. It's not. We'll see. Um, Couple of the points. Uh, ben Wiles came off injured. We don't know the extent of the injury. I think they're expecting. I think it's a scan today. We, what we what we on Tuesday? I think he's at, he's had a scan today. I suspect we'll find out that we as fans will find out results on the pre-match press conference, which you would assume is tomorrow or Wednesday. There's obviously nothing confirmed about that, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's getting stretched off is never a good sign. Um, no. I'm sure if you ask Ben, there's probably something Miles they could have done to prevent him, like train his ankle better. Or I don't know. We'll find out what the injury is before Ben properly criticises. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, I, I think he'll be all right because he says he heard a crack when he went down. I hear a crack when I get out of bed yeah. in, in the morning, and my yeah. ankles crack, so he'll he'll be all right. <laughs> I say that, and he's probably broken one of major ligaments in his ankle or something, and that's him out for the season. But yeah. Wesson cool. and, and the curse because a if he's out for the season, no one will come for him in January, and he'll probably sign that um, extension on his contract. But also, no Ben Wiles in midfield for the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah. We'll see how it comes out. Well, when when, it, when we quite get confirmation, it, it's certainly going to hurt his chances of leaving in January. Um, whatever the situation, if it's four games out, that's going to hurt his chances of a potential. We'll, we'll 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 talk about that in a bit more detail as and when we get the, we get the results as fans which, again, we'll probably talk about in the next episode. Ben, talk about Tom Eves, because, again, the man that often comes in for a amount of criticism, came in for a bit of praise, for the most part, from what I've seen social media. Um, what were your thoughts on Tom Eves? Not only his performance and how he did, but also how it helped Chio, because I, I think it helped Chio have a bit more freedom in the, in the front line as well. Yeah, definitely. I thought he, uh, he wanted it yesterday. He was, he was going after everything. Um, putting in challenges, not not backing down. I think, I I think his touch and his um, hold up play can do with a lot of work. Um, but you know, I, to be honest, when I think back at it, I mean, the times that he lost possession was because nobody, will, everyone else was jogging. Everybody, people were walking about the pitch. That's and not making movement. That's kind of why I lost possession. But he played well. Uh, he played well. He's not my player. He's not my kind of player. He does a job. But if he can win an header and free up Chio, then get him in the squad. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I thought the fact it helped Chio was... Helped Chio what were you going to say? Were you going to compare him to Smith? I, I, I was, I was going to say, what kind of player do you want? Because he's the closest thing to Smith we've got at the club, isn't he, really? Um, yeah, but he's not Smith, though, is he? No, he's not Michael Smith. Michael, Michael Smith is one of the best. What Michael Smith does is one of the best in the football league, the man league one. So it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's that, then. 
That's that, yeah. What player do you want, Ben? Is it you want my you want my well, What's my kind of player? Like yeah, my well, player. Yeah. Well, top. Yeah. Washington. Without a doubt. Without the but the problem with Washington, you ain't got the physicality. No, but if you're gonna press, which you should, Washington's your man for it. But you know, we've now got a wasted striker at the club because we're not gonna press. Hmm. Fair enough. Stephen Thomas says there were no crosses into the box to utilise Eves. There were crosses into the box after Eves went off. Um, Eves, Eves went off and within two or three minutes, Dan Barlas had put a beautiful ball into the box. And there was nobody there. Um, is somebody beeping, by the way? Yeah, I can hear that. Yeah, I can as well. I, I'm, I'm looking around I'm, the room to see whether it's... I don't room. know what that is. It might be something to do with the washing machine. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, apologies for the beeping. Okay. One minute, I'll go and have a look. Um, it does seem to have stopped. <laughs> now David Newton is back, so it could be. Um, yeah, Phil Oxley says, I think his attitude seemed a lot better, but we, we still can't see in good old figures for the season. No, but if you're not going to put crosses in, Mick, to his left pitch, what do you expect? You know what I mean? We, I, I don't recall a good cross whilst Tommy Hughes were on the pitch. Well, so, that's why you don't do? Um, you know, there weren't enough there weren't enough balls into the box. Um so so that so therefore he's not gonna he's not gonna get much uh, much joy in that respect, is he? I thought he did really well yesterday, um holding the ball up. A couple of times I think he held on to it for too long, but as Ben said, I think that was possibly more to do with lack of options um than, than anything else. But uh, he's got something to offer for us. Mm. I mean there's a time and a place for players of, of Tommy Eves's style. Um but uh, you know, while everyone not putting balls in the box, that's not the time and the place. We need to be servicing him and Chio better than we uh, better than we are doing. So, but yeah, yeah, I thought he did really well. Yeah, he needs something. Obviously, Adam, and as we've been saying for weeks, you put Chio out wide or you give him something to help him. He needs some game time, Eves, doesn't he? He's another. He's similar to Richard Wood in that respect. I suspect he's, he's, he's going to take a little bit of time to bed himself in, so he needs game time. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Shelley IFC says Bramble's been off it a few games lately. I tried cure so on Thursday, let him get some game time. Can't get any worse. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I, mean, I think I mentioned this on the West Brom podcast. I feel the same about Colin Bramble as I did then. I'm really frustrated with him. Um, he's lazy at times where he, he, he can get back into position. Um, he's got so much good stuff, Danny. He's got so much to his game that is a positive. Is a positive. I mean, there were a chance in the first half where he had a chance to cross the ball in and it just rolled out for a, for a goal kick because he just didn't take the opportunity and just didn't use his brain. He, he just has brain farts far too much time and his pace gets him out of quite a lot of problems he gets himself into. And I find it a little bit frustration, frustrating. Yeah, with, with Bramall, it almost feels like he's not found his middle ground yet. He's either mm. really, really good or just not good. You know, and I think utilising it as a championship football, you need to find that middle ground and then be consistent with it. Um, which, of course, will come with time. But, yeah, like you say, I heard the thing about always oh, made a darting run uh, down the left-hand side. Oh, and the ball's gone out of play. It's like, well, how's that happened then? Let's cross come in. You know, so, yeah, I, I was frustrated just hearing that whilst I was flaked out on the settee like some sort of dead fish. Um yeah, again, we can't, we've seen it before. He just needs to apply it a little bit better and 
even if it's a, just a no look cross, just digging out a cross into the box will still cause when you've got Eves in box. Yeah, exactly. It'll still cause some sort of problem. Or even if they don't get the ball into the box uh, with Eves on and it's headed away, you'll still have your likes of Washington or Chio or Borlasa to recycle mm. it. Um, so yeah, just kind of seems to imply himself just a little bit more, in my opinion. Um, and yes, it was the washing machine. Uh, it was a blocked filter. That's why it was pulsing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops! That's me getting the players out in a bit. Oh dear. <laughs> um, midfield didn't quite work. We've been fifty-five minutes. We haven't talked about the Huddersfield game, but Ben, just briefly, the midfield didn't quite work in terms of ball utilization. Barlas are an off day. Um, we maybe can forgive him that because he's been so good in other games. But he were well off it, I thought, Barla, so Yeah, he were off it because, you know, he's not not uh didn't get the help that he he needed. You know, we we had Rathbone and Lindsay in midfield, you know, and we're not pressing. For me that's you know, he basically got one person in midfield now, which is Barla, so who has to do it all by himself. Rathbone can play a pass and Lindsay can, he's a professional footballer who's playing centre mid. But that's not what they do. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think trying to play possession with that midfield, it is not going to end well because Barlas is the only real one in the team who can ping it. The question is, I don't think it was his fault that he played badly. If Barlas does get injured, and Barlas always sell Barlas, so. if Barlas gets injured, then we we what next? Might as well yeah. forfeit every single game. <laughs> 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 there's, there's no hope. Don't be too dramatic, Ben. You know, I think you can. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't a serious comment. For no, no, it yeah. <laughs> a couple of comments. Really... Shelley Ives and uh, Stephen Thomas basically the same thing that they think Barlas has had potentially well, elsewhere. Yeah, when there's know, a reason maybe. for that, because and I, and I said this when somebody left. When that person left, there was going to be a lot of players leaving at the end of this season. Barlas will be one of them. Chio will be one of them, uh, and Wiles would have been one of them, but he's now injured, so he won't go in January. We're going to lose a lot of players, and I think that's going to be a harsh rally. But it might be a good thing if we can fork in three million quid really? in January. If if we can fork in three million quid in January, and Matt Taylor's allowed to spend the money, then it might work for Matt Taylor's benefit because he can bring in the players he wants to bring in. I'm going into an ideal world here, obviously. Who's he going to bring in? Iniesta? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to put a positive spin on things. If you can bring De Bruyne in, then yeah, I'll allow this possession of football. But if not, I don't think it's going to work. We might get him on a month's loan for three million quid. <laughs> what like that? Non-league team, did we, Ireland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not playing at any level at the moment, so he, he'd be quite happy to step up for us for another season. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's playing. He is playing, but he's a, in a, a Spanish third division. I thought he was tired. Anyway. Nah, he's playing at some low, low level. But so, bring it across. Miley Miller says, let's face it, we're conceding too many, not creating enough to put teams, teams under pressure, confused tactics, players lacking form, crowd unsettled. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, it's always a happy new year when you're going to Millwall. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with a lot of what we've put there, Mike. I said there, Mike, to be honest with you. I think that, that sums it up quite nicely, to be honest. Um, yeah, and he's only got two days training with him to get ready for another game, which is fun. Yeah, Any other topics you want to cover from the Stoke City game? I think we just about covered that in 57 minutes with the detail. Any other, anything you want before we move on? Cool. Um, your kiss as Matty dreaming Tony Stewart would faint spending three million quid in one window. Look, I am dreaming. I'm trying to be positive. Let's, let's, see, let's see what happens. 
Let's I mean, to be, I mean, to be fair, I find spending three pound in one shop window, so I know how mm. it feels. <laughs> <laughs> um, break there. Uh, let's do Huddersfield ref watch first of all. Referee is Jeremy Simpson. Um, oh. he yeah, ironically, the last refters when we played Huddersfield at home this season. Um, oh, which is strange. I don't know. If, uh, that's obviously that will have happened at some point in history of football. Um, but it's quite seem feels quite a unique situation where we've got the same referee on the reverse fixture. Don't know. Very strange. Mm. Um, yeah, don't know. I, I don't know anything mm. from the game. Thankfully, that's good. That's good news. Um, I suppose. Danny, what are we looking like? What, what's your prediction in terms of lineups first of all for the Huddersfield game? Because we know Wiles is probably well, Wiles is out. That's that's what we know. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Hall and Kelly are out. What, where else would you go? Let's go from back to front as it <coughs> starts in goal. Back mm-hmm. three, what would you want to see for the back three? Um, well, I think we've all basically nailed the colours to the mast and said Woody's probably going to be pulled out um, at that back three. Um, so I'd probably say keep Humphreys. Actually, no, I might switch it a little. Oh, this is going to be a proper cobbled together back three by sounds route. But if we yeah. don't have Wood or Hall, then you'd have to probably go potentially Humphreys in the middle or on the right with Peltier and then maybe McCart as your left-hand sider. McCart getting a start. I know. If we've got no, uh, if we've got no Wood or or Hall, I can't really see a Dolphin being mm. put in as an out and out centre back because yeah. he's definitely more of a sitting midfielder. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna to have to go McCart, Peltier, and Humphreys, and make a back three at whatever positions they play. At. You know, have fun with that. Yeah. But it sounds like it's only real thing we could do. If, Unless you're if, chucking in Jake Cole for a laugh. Yeah. Just a quick poll on you. If would you three start Richard Wood? If you, yeah. if you had if you had the yeah pick. yeah yeah Ben yeah yeah I just said yeah full house. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. All right, mate. Take your pairs and calm down. <laughs> it's not worth it. Leave it, Ben. <laughs> hey, don't make yeah. him come round and pair your house, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so far, I thought we'd start Richard Wood. Um, no matter what, well, no matter what his fitness is, if, if, he can, if he can jog a little bit, I'd still start Richard Wood. Give him some game time. Because then it allows you freedom to keep Humphreys in there and maybe put McCartney instead. Or put Hacks in there. Move Wes to the right-hand side of the three. If you keep Woody in, it gives you loads more freedom. Um, in terms of selection issues, this might be the time that sort of forces Taylor's hand to keep him in the team. Don't know. I hope. Um, move on to the right hand side of the, f- of the five, Mick. Brooknot and Cuffy was left out of the squad almost unbelievably for me. Um, that's almost as baffling as leaving Woody out of, the, out of the squad last week. Wes had a good game. Don't get me wrong, Wes was brilliant. But to not have Brooknot and Cuffy on the bench, is baffling. So for me, unless there's been a bust-up, which it may well have been, I don't think there will have been, but you don't know. Norton Cuffey certainly is in the 18 for me. Yeah, 100%. I mean, somebody somebody on Twitter is trying to suggest that there was a, was a bust-up, aren't they? But, you know... Yeah, but why? Yeah. There's no reason to leave him out of the squad. No, it isn't. Absolutely. The, 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 the Twitter rumour was that he left him out of the squad, which caused a bust-up, which meant Brooke Norton Cuffey's... I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> At all, that doesn't surprise me at all. I hope that happened. It deserved to happen. Why is he leaving him out of the squad? 
Hey, from what, from, I, what, from, what, from what we can see, it appears random, but... I can't, I can't argue with that. If he's, if he's, if he's fronted manager up for leaving him out, then, then quite rightly so. And, and as a manager, that should not be an issue. Uh, you, as a manager, if a player's going to come to you and say, now then, why have you left me out of the squad? I'm not happy with that. Then that is a good thing, not a bad thing. Mm. Um, managers there, to, you know, if you're a manager, you're there to be challenged. If you make a decision, you've, you've got to have the, the balls to stand on and explain why you've made that decision. You don't fall out with people. So I, I'm not saying that that's happened. I don't think it has. I think that's just your usual Twitter nonsense. Um, it, but it is it is a surprise to see him left out of the squad. But we don't know what's gone off. We don't know whether there's something else behind that, obviously, whether an injury, whether there's an illness. It might be, it might be told, being told he's been recalled in four days' time, whatever it's going to be. Uh, exactly. None, none of us know any of this. So we, we just need to sit back on that one and wait and see, don't we? Um, there's there's no point there's no point whatsoever, you know, putting any stall in any rumours because that's precisely what they are rumours. So, but I'll, if he's fit and available, I have absolutely no explanation as to why he would not be at least at the very least in the squad. Mm. Yeah, uh, would you keep Wes though? Because Barry Manny played well. Yeah, I think he played all right. I'd, 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 where's it be in my back three, to be honest? Mm. So. Um, Chris Teller says, I should have asked him. I was sat at the side of him. Well, we know he didn't storm out at the stadium, then don't we? <laughs> 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 yeah, he, he's not done a, a ladipo where he's been dropped and then just didn't bother turning yeah. up at all. So, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. There you go. That that says to me the bust-up wasn't really a bust-up. It was just, a, why have you left me out? This and other. Oh. Yeah. And I'll be honest I have to be honest, though, Chris, I am extremely disappointed that you didn't ask him. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? <laughs> Excuse yeah, me, mate, you look suspiciously like Brooke Nook and Guffy. <laughs> yeah, I know I am, it's me. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, um, yeah. uh, any advances on Coin Bramble, left wing back? Yeah. Who else are you going to play there? Well, that's what I mean. Maybe maybe Kyoso to shake up a little bit. Yeah, Mister Put your boots on, but if not, I'm putting Bramall there. is a right wing back, isn't he? He can play left. He can play left. Same with Coffey as well. To be fair, he can play left, and yeah, and Fergie as well. Fergie's back. That's good. How did how did Fergie play? By the way, because obviously I didn't didn't see it. He wasn't about fifteen seconds. Fair enough. I think he put a cross in. Uh, I also think he lost the ball sloppily once as well. Um, I'm worried about Fergie. I'm going to lie, lie. I'm worried about Fergie and how he's going to play at this level. Start of the season, he was poor, weren't he? Very poor. Yeah, um, just a bit of an off period. He's, he's championship quality, that lad. No I'm sure problem. he is. But he does concern. In, in, as a left wing back, his lack of pace really concerns me. Um, but pro- he's probably going to be Bramble, we'll see. I'm surprised Kyosa didn't come on, you know. If Kyosa were fit, I'm surprised he didn't come on on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Monday. Um, but there we go. There we go. Mid centre pitch. Does this pick itself, Ben? Barlasser, Lindsay, Rathbone? Because there's yeah. nobody else. Yeah, there's nobody else. You don't want, you don't want to put a Duffin in there? Or, or Scott High can't play, obviously. This parent club. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't put a Duffin in there. I think if you're trying to play possession football, a Dolphin's not gonna. He's just gonna de- detract from that. 
with yeah, that's no offense intended. Uh, a dolphin, to be honest, what I've seen of a dolphin is a really good player, really good defensive player. Um, so if you want more defensive, I'd put him in because he looks like he's going to do do the dirty work kind of thing. But possession football, I don't think he's he's that kind of player. So cool. And I suppose at least, at least strikers, Danny. Uh, what do you what do you go set? Do you, do you go unchanged? Eves and Chio, or just a wash score, wash have a start. Um, if if we decide to put balls into the box from the first minute, I'd say start Eves. But if we're going to play the exact same we played against Stoke, then I'd start Washington because then you can have the runners to start with, and then when you do decide to put balls into the box, bring your big man on who might get his head on it. Might be an operative word. Uh, but trust, if we don't start Eves, we'll start putting balls into the box from minute one, won't we? Because yeah. that's how these things play out, because it's sod's law. Um, but yeah, if all honesty, I would probably go up any wash. I think, bring that partnership back. Okay. Mick, Joe and Wash? Uh, either or. Either or. I, I don't have an issue. Probably... I don't know how just feel play, so I don't know what their sort of Achilles heel is, but they've got plenty of them, I think, uh, by the sounds of it. So, um, whichever way they decide to go, Washington or uh, or Eves, but certainly two up front. Well, I got a choice. We, we, we feel the options we've got. We ain't got a choice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, there we go. That's our just about a roundabout prediction for the lineup. Um, we we played about six seven weeks, so it feels like that anyway. Um, yeah, um, our record at Huddersfield is obviously poor. One win in our last twelve uh, games in Huddersfield. Do you remember when the last victory at Huddersfield was? One then. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know what year it were. It was Carrie Arneson. Carrie Arneson and Connor Salmon. Yeah. Connor Con- Salmon. Connor Salmon. Those uh, Connor Salmon was, uh, yeah, well, yeah, he scored. I think he went on wing. Anyway, different different storyline. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Carrie Anderson's final goal for the United was in that. I think it was 2014, I think. Could have been 2000. No, it must have been, must have been 2015. Um, anyway, that's our one win in the last 12 um, a bit, a visits to Huddersfield. But they've also, when we played them recently, they've been Premier League top-end championship when we played them recently. They've been a proper championship bar team. this season. Yeah, bar this season, they've been they've been a good team. Yeah, well, our home record until until this season, our home record against them was horrendous. It won one in thirty something, I think, and we beat them. Um, yeah, uh, Mike the Mill says, "Do we know how many times we've had an unchanged lineup this season?" I'll do some digging on that, but I would put money on there have been no unchanged lineups this season. I think we had one. Have we? I think it was. Uh, I think we had one. Yeah. And- it was unchanged, I think. Of course it was. After the Sheffield United game, yeah, yeah. Because he left Woody yeah. out, and, yeah, or a talking point. So maybe maybe one. I'll check if there's any others, Mike, for the next episode, if I remember. But I think there was one. I think, I think that's the only one we've had. Score predictions for the Huddersfield game. Nobody obviously got it right. We all predicted wins for the Stoke game. Uh, will we do any better? Benjamin, what do you want to do? 2-1 win. 2-1 win to Rotherham. Danny? Um... I think we might be in for a goal fest with this one, lads. I think it's going to be a 3-2 win. Ooh. I would prefer not to have that much stress. Anyway. No, me either. But, yeah, I just have visions of it happening. 
Yeah. Carl Scott says, never never forget the Wiles miss five yards away in the, in the COVID <laughs> season. Oh, yeah. One of the many misses that sent us down that season. Yeah. Uh, that hurts, yeah. Crooksy had one. I think Crooksy had posted one in the same game, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mick, prediction for Thursday. Long awaited clean sheet for Victor. 2 0 Millers. <laughs> 2-0. You're very positive. I can, you, can you really see a clean After the way we've been defending, can you see a clean sheet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Incredibly <laughs> positive. <laughs> you might have a 4-0. Mate, a positive outlook on life. Okay. I will go 1-1. <laughs> one, one. Uh, they, they won at the weekend. Oh, one on Monday, didn't they? Uh, which is not ideal. Um we will see. Uh, Kim Hayward says 1-0. Stephen Thomas says 1-1. One, one. Tobias thinks it'll be three easy points. He goes 3-1 to the Millers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palmer Yuka says 1-2 loss. Thinks our defence will struggle again. Yeah. Yeah. We, we saw at our place a few weeks ago that it was a relatively close game, didn't we? Um, they are our releg- one of our relegation rivals. That's, 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 that's the blunt way to put it. Six-pointer. Uh, it's I mean, it's Christmas, mm. but it's almost a six-pointer. So you've got Millwall on New Year's Day, or always a tough place to go. Um, we'll see. All right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's laughing when you say it's a tough place to go. It's a tough place to go for fans as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Carl Scott says, 2-1 win, but if Woody and Pelt start, it'll be a 3-1 to Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough, Carl. Oh, Carl. Come that on. Nice to you covering both sides of that one, Carl. I like it. I like it. Matt Wilkes says a clean sheet. Is that is that the Christmas is that Christmas sherry Mickers drinking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm still on a high from Christmas, Mike. That's all it is. They got some slipper socks for Christmas, so he's very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> little things, mate, get to my age, little things like that. Cheer you up no end. Yeah. Um there we go. That's the end of the episode. We will be back on Friday night. Friday night episode. I think there's our first ever Friday Ooh. episode, which is exciting. Uh, it's our final, also our final episode of the season, so uh, of the year, sorry. Uh, so we'll go through not only what happens on Thursday and preview Millwall, we'll go through highlights of the year for Rodney and I. We'll pick out a couple of podcast highlights as well um, for the year as well and laugh at how rubbish and unprofessional we've been over the last 12 months. I can tell you right now, me being absolutely slozzled after the Chef Wednesday and just eating a McDonald's, that is... I, I did think about that one. That That is my highlight, it's like, oh dear. That, that, that is the mistake in early kickoff right there. Yeah. Um, a couple of bits. We will cover those. Ben may or may not be back with us. We'll try and convince him to come out for the final episode before he buggers off back. Um, to go play with also, the also Ben, you've turned into a little bit of a Mariah Carey sort of character. You just come out for Christmas and then you go away again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been compared to Mariah Carey before. <laughs> I should think not, to be honest. I've <laughs> uh, got a better voice, I know. Anyway, thank you all for being with us. Um, so we're back then. Please subscribe. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening or watching. Oh, that's a Friday night. We will be back. Uh, ben, please do enjoy the pears that I've bought you. Uh, well, I've bought you, sorry. Uh, I'm the princess wrapping paper. I don't care if you don't like them or not. They're a Christmas present. You must eat them. Um, Danny, I'm glad to see you feeling better, and I uh, hope you make it to Huddersfield. Yeah, I hope the bus turns up. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and Mick, uh, I hope you enjoy your socks that you've got for Christmas. Already am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you very soon. Thank you. Bye. Rebel. Vicious. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, has a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rotherham United's pathway back to the championship is opening up! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.